Hello, and welcome to the Entertaining Abstracts Podcast. I've got a good show for you guys today. Let's go ahead and jump right in. First story for the day is foot found floating in Yellowstone Hot Spring belonged to a California man, rangers say. Don Sweeney and Maddie Capron wrote this article. A human foot found inside a shoe floating in a Yellowstone National Park hot spring has been identified as belonging to a California man, rangers say. The partial foot was found August 16th in the Abyss Pool, one of the park's deepest. DNA tests identified the remains as those of Hung Ru, 70, of Los Angeles, according to a November 17th news release. The test results came through in the past three weeks, and his family has been notified, the release said. An investigation determined Roe fell into the pool in the West Thumb Geyser Basin on the morning of July 31st, rangers said. No foul play is suspected, but rangers were unable to pinpoint the circumstances of his death. The abyss pool is more than 50 feet deep and about 140 degrees. Several park visitors have been injured in Yellowstone's thermal areas over the years. In October, a 20-year-old Washington woman was badly burned after she ran into a hot spring after her dog. The dog died from its injuries. A month earlier, a 19-year-old had second and third degree burns over 5% of her body while visiting the Old Faithful Geyser. Park officials did not say if the woman walked on the geyser or left the boardwalks before she got burned. In 2016, an Oregon man may have been dissolved after trying to soak in a thermal area. Workers couldn't find any remains, and park rangers believe he dissolved in the dangerously hot water, according to the Associated Press. The ground in hydrothermal areas is fragile and thin, and there is scalding water just below the surface, rangers said. Everyone must remain on boardwalks and trails and exercise extreme caution around thermal features. Yellowstone National Park covers 2.2 million acres in Wyoming, Montana, and Idaho. Sounds like an interesting place to visit, but be careful. Next article. A flock of sheep has been walking in a circle for 12 days, and nobody knows why. Emerald Pellot wrote this article. A flock of sheep has been walking in a circle for 12 days in Mongolia. China's state-run news site People's Daily tweeted security footage of the bizarre phenomena after 10 days. Calling it the Great Sheep Mystery, the publication reported the sheep were healthy, but the reason for the weird behavior is still a mystery. In the clip, hundreds of sheep circled a spot in a farm together, while other sheep surrounding them seem unfazed. Metro reported the sheep owner, Miss Miao, claimed a few sheep started before a whole flock joined. Miss Meow has 34 sheep pens, but only pen 13 took up the strange behavior. What if there's a Mr. Beast sheep and he told them, the last one to leave the circle wins 10 bags of grain, says one person in a tweet. One theory for the cause is listeriosis, a bacterial disease. The condition can cause circling because it inflames and sometimes paralyzes one side of the brain. If the sheep are infected, which is associated with spoilt silage, the behavior wouldn't be out of the ordinary, except for one major factor. According to the Merck Manual on Sheep and Goats with Listeriosis, death usually occurs within 24 to 48 hours of appearing. So we may never get an answer to the great sheep mystery. Next article. Ancient Roman tomb unearthed in Spain. 
see what was found in spectacular discovery. Mayora Ritter wrote this article. Archaeologists in southern Spain unearthed a rare collection of ancient Roman artifacts earlier this year. Now they're sharing images of the items with the public. While doing preventative work in Antiquera, archaeologists unearthed an ancient Roman necropolis containing 54 graves dating back to sometime between the 1st and 2nd century AD. Outlet, Nias, reported. Of the 54 graves discovered, 30 were burials and 24 were cremations. Officials said one burial in particular, called Tomb 307, marked an incredibly rare find, according to reporting from the outlet AS. The tomb, a lead sarcophagus, contains the bodies of a teenager who died between the ages of 14 and 16 and a three-month-old baby, officials say. A few months after the sarcophagus was buried, two more bodies were placed on top, another teenager who died at a similar age and a four-month-old baby. While the remains within the burial were fascinating, archaeologists said that even more shocking was the discovery of a trousseau containing rare ancient artifacts. Included in the trousseau were 15 glass ointment vials, two jugs, 25 tokens from the most popular game in ancient Rome, and a 2nd century AD coin with several glass beads. The second burial contained artifacts, according to officials. Archaeologists discovered 17 game tokens, more beads, six glass marbles, and a type of light or window from the 2nd century. Antiquera Mayor Manuel Baron described the discovery as spectacular, and the artifacts are being held at the Museo de la Ciudad de Antiquera and are on display for public viewing. Interesting. Next article. An amateur metal detectorist thought he found a candy wrapper in the mud. It turned out to be a medieval gold wedding band in near-perfect condition, worth $47,000. Hannah Gedehan wrote this article. In 2019, David Board surveyed the grounds of a pasture field near Thorncombe, Dorset, in England, and happened upon what he believed to be a candy wrapper. Upon closer inspection, the 69-year-old metal detectorist realized it was actually a wedding ring, five inches deep in a pool of mud. He stuffed it into his pocket. It was once I got home and washed it off that we realized it was a lot better than we thought, he told CNN. The wedding band turned out to be a medieval diamond ring worth up to $47,000. According to British auction house Noonan's Mayfair, the Lady Brooke medieval diamond ring may have possibly been given to a woman named Lady Joan Brooke, who married Sir Thomas Brooke in 1388. Brooke formerly owned the land that the ring was discovered on, according to Noonan's. The Lady Brooke medieval diamond ring will go on sale November 29th, according to Noonan's Mayfair. Nigel Mills, a consultant at Noonan's, said in a press release that the ring was in almost perfect condition. The ring is made of two metal bands that cross over each other, meant as a symbol of union, with the words, I hold your faith, hold mine, in medieval French engraved into them. There will probably never be another one like it, Board told CNN. Back then, each ring was individual and unique, not mass-produced like today. It is stunning. Wow, it is a beautiful ring, and I will try to post a picture of that on Instagram. Next article. Eerie shape recorded along Outer Banks was a creature rarely seen near beach, Parks says. Mark Price wrote this article. 
A rare sighting of a live octopus in shallow water was caught on video at Cape Lookout National Seashore on North Carolina's Outer Banks, according to the National Park Service. The video was posted November 19th by the park and shows a vague shape that kept changing its appearance as it moved parallel to the beach. Not often seen within the park, this small octopus was spotted swimming near the beach on the south side of the barrier island, the park wrote. They are fairly common along the coast, but are masters at camouflage. News of the find came about a week after an even more unusual octopus encounter was reported on Frisco Beach on the Outer Banks. Stephen Kawika World posted photos showing he was stunned to find a live octopus tucked in a seashell near Ramp 49. Placed him it back a little deeper after snapping these pics, he wrote on Facebook. Park officials did not identify the species of octopus in the video, but noted it was alive. Its color is similar to that of a common octopus, a species occasionally caught by anglers along the North Carolina coast. The common octopus can reach 22 pounds and 36 inches, according to National Geographic. Its first and most amazing line of defense is its ability to hide in plain sight. Using a network of pigment cells and specialized muscles in its skin, this invertebrate can instantaneously match the colors, patterns, and even textures of its surroundings, says National Geographic. Predators like sharks, eels, and dolphins swim by without even noticing it. The park's video has gotten 10,000 views, and commoners have noted the octopus was not exhibiting normal behavior. Some speculated a sudden change in water temperature may have stunned it. Wow. Fascinating. Next article. Videos captured a fireball flashing across the Toronto skyline before it struck Earth near Niagara Falls. And Kelsey Vlamis wrote this article. A vibrant fireball that flashed across the night sky in the early hours of Saturday morning passed over the skyline of Toronto, Canada, before colliding with Earth near Niagara Falls. The fireball was captured in several videos, including one that showed it appearing to pass by the city's CN Tower. Another video taken from a security camera at the front door of a home showed the fireball light up the entire sky over the neighborhood before zooming past. The European Space Agency said the event marked only the sixth time in history the impact of a space object with Earth was successfully predicted. The agency said while most asteroid collisions with Earth are only discovered after the fact from evidence like craters, the number of occasions in which a space rock is detected before it strikes is growing. In fact, all six detections have taken place since 2008, according to ESA, which said continued improvements in sky-scanning telescopes will likely make detection of smaller objects which frequently strike Earth more common. Large asteroids, on the other hand, are much easier to spot. Saturday's fireball was anticipated by amateur and professional astronomers in the hours before it struck. The Minor Planet Center, which monitors asteroids, said a fast-moving object was detected by the Mount Lemur Survey near Tucson, Arizona, triggering a warning of an imminent impact. The MPC said seven observatories were able to spot the object before it entered the Earth's atmosphere at around 3.27 a.m., over Brantford, Ontario. The object was less than one meter in size, according to the ESA. The term fireball is used to refer to exceptionally bright meteors, commonly called shooting stars, that can be seen over a wide area. Objects causing fireballs are usually not large enough to survive the passage through the Earth's atmosphere intact, 
although fragments or meteorites are sometimes recovered on the ground, according to NASA. Mike Hankey of the American Meteor Society told the New York Times it's possible meteorites, debris from space object from Saturday's event, could be discovered near Niagara Falls. Next article. Mystery lingers after steamer trunk from 1930s washes up at Florida's National Park. And Mark Price wrote this article. A body-sized steamer trunk from the 1930s mysteriously showed up on a beach at one of Florida's national monuments, according to the National Park Service. The strange arrival was revealed November 18th when a photographer known as East Coast Mike O'Mealy posted photos showing a black trunk tangled in the roots of a toppled tree. Among his images was one appearing to show a sandbag attached to the trunk as if it was intended to sink. This is about to get weird no matter how it plays out, he posted on Instagram. It has gotten weird, but not in the way he may have expected. Nothing of interest was found in the trunk, the National Park reported. But the revelation only fueled increasingly wild theories of what fell out. If it was on a ship that sank, how long it was adrift, and if its reappearance involves the Bermuda Triangle's mythical ability to bend time. Nothing of interest gets me more interested, Neil Marie wrote on the park's Facebook page. Okay, why was a sandbag tied to the trunk? Was there really just sand inside? Or maybe disintegrated bone fragments mixed in, wrote another person. Further investigation is needed. The imagination is not limited when it comes to traveling back in time and wondering who owned this trunk, Randy Treadway posted, and how did it come to be lost? Went down with the Titanic? German U-boat? Bermuda Triangle? The Park Service hasn't offered answers, but it shared additional details about the trunk, noting it was from the 1930s and had a tag identified as a brand called Never Break Trunks, manufactured by L. Goldsmith and Son of Newark, New Jersey. That fitting name hasn't gone missed by social media commenters, with some noting the discovery is a great product endorsement. One additional theory has also gained traction on social media, and it's less paranormal. Hurricane Nicole caused as many as seven homes in Wilbur-by-the-Sea to fall into the Atlantic Ocean, according to station WKMG. The community is 55 miles south of the fort, and some speculate the Gulf Stream may have carried debris from the homes north to Fort Matanzas National Monument. Fort Matanzas is about 60 miles south of Jacksonville. The park preserves the fortified Coquina Watchtower, completed in 1742 which defended the southern approach to the Spanish military settlement of St. Augustine, the National Park Service says. Interesting. I do wonder where that trunk came from as well. and Those sorts of things really do fascinate me. We'll keep you posted if any more information comes out on that. And then one final article for the day. Bruce Lee's death caused by drinking too much water, researchers propose in a new study. And J. Kim Murphy wrote this article. It has been nearly 50 years since Bruce Lee's death. The actor and martial arts icon suddenly died July 20, 1973 in Hong Kong, with officials ruling at the time that the cause was cerebral oedema, which is brain swelling. However, a new research paper proposes that Lee's death was caused by his kidneys' inability to excrete excess water. The study, conducted by a group of kidney specialists in Spain, was published in the December 2020 edition of the Clinical Kidney Journal. 
The authors assert that Lee, who was 32 years old at his death, possessed multiple key risk factors for hyponatriema, meaning an abnormally low sodium concentration in one's blood, citing the actor's chronic fluid intake, use of marijuana which increases thirst, and documented factors that may have interfered with his kidney functions, such as a prescription drug, alcohol intake, and a history of injuries to the organ. Although he had taken a medication used for pain and anxiety, meprobamate, and aspirin, we theorize that Bruce Lee died from a specific form of kidney dysfunction, the inability to excrete enough water to maintain water homeostasis. This may lead to hyponatremia, cerebral edema, and death within hours if excess water intake is not matched by water excretion in urine, the paper concludes. Given that hyponatremia is frequent, as is found in 40% of hospitalized persons and may cause death due to excessive water ingestion, even in young healthy persons, there is a need for a wider dissemination of the concept that excessive water intake can kill. The abrupt nature of Lee's death has been a matter of fervid speculation for decades, with some fans over the years even hypothesizing that the star was assassinated. A 2018 book, Bruce Lee, A Life, hypothesized that he died of heat exhaustion, but the current study did not find that temperatures were abnormally high that day. The study hypothesized that although he did not consume a large amount of water, his kidneys were potentially not able to handle even normal amounts of fluid. In addition, he had reportedly been existing on a near-liquid diet of mostly juices. Wow, we will keep you posted if more news comes out on that. But until then, we're going to go ahead and wrap the episode up for the day. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, you can shoot us an email. We're at entertainingabstracts at gmail.com. We will post that along with the articles we talked about on the show today in the show notes. Please join us on the next episode when we talk about more wacky, weird, and wild tales. Good night, podcast peeps. Stay safe, keep it real, and always live your very best life. Bye.